Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Soha. Vertical farms, a new trend in agriculture. Now this is the topic which we are going to discuss today. So, we all are familiar with gardens, backyard gardens and farming. But are we all equally familiar with vertical farms? What is a vertical farm? Before talking about that, let's take a look at history. Though vertical farming seems to be a new invention, but if we look at history, we find hanging Babylon gardens, Aztec civilizations, Shinbas, floating gardens, which are in a way similar to vertical farming. Vertical farms are used to produce vertical harvests, mostly seasonal greens and which are out of season and which are the seasonal demands. All could be grown in vertical farms. With vertical farming, you can start with a building roughly the size of a Costco, grow your crops up and down instead of around you on the floor, ditch the pesticides, recycle the water, and you can grow pretty much anywhere, anytime. Now mostly vertical farming is made possible with the help of LED lights. This farming is done in small spaces and less land is required. So we can surely say that it's a space-efficient idea. Shells over shells, controlled through artificial temperature and light and humidity control. The plants are fed nutrient solution and the harvest is free from pesticides. That is why there is a huge potential for vertical farming, scientists believe so. Some also estimate that by 2026, vertical farms would be billions of dollars of industry. Now, vertical farming also gave birth to aeroponic farming, a new idea. In aeroponic farming, roots of the plants and herbs are hanging in the air, and the base is filled with water and nutrients in which the roots of the plants resides. Fresh air which is available to the roots hanging in the air is 24-7, so the availability of oxygen is all the time, due to which each plant is able to get the right amount of nutrients and air and oxygen. Plants absorb what they need and automatically grow better than conventional farming because they have access to versatile environment and technology. Now there is one more advantage. You can keep plants inside the greenhouse, outside, or even indoors using LED lights. Taking a look at the growing trend of vertical farming, the world's population will climb around 7 billion people to nearly 10 billion by 2050. So production is accurate, right on the spot and it's free from weather changes or any other climatal risk. So organic farms of this sort are getting quite a hype, quite a positive response. And why not? It's a cost-effective idea, as well as free from all the risks which are posed to the crops due to the weather changes or climatal shifts. So in one way, we can say that environmental challenges of traditional farming is which led to vertical farming. 
Colombian professor Dyson Despoma introduced the modern vertical farming idea and that's how a new revolution occurred. Also tech companies and investors thought it to be a highly profitable idea. So they left no opportunity to invest in such ventures. Now what's happening is that scientists are trying to solve world food shortage problems and climatal effects on food and crops and their supply not for only present but for the future to come therefore they needed to bring out the solutions and optimize the ways to sustainable food growth for the generations to come and for us too seen conventional farming there is a huge risk of financial loss due to inappropriate climatal shifts or maybe for like a uh, water shortage or in case of drought or more rains so vertical farming which are mostly done in uh, buildings right in the center of the cities kind of provide a solution for all this and here is a good one vertical farming allows 100 times more capacity of farming in small areas that makes the sort of farming time saving cost effective organic and very much in demand for sustainable harvest and prevention of losses and why not through the use of latest technology and uh, latest techniques scientists are quite sure that productivity can be further increased In the early 1970s, scientists found a way to grow crops without soil by adopting things like rockwood, which was made from stones and rocks. As a result of this innovation, the agricultural carbon footprint in these regions was reduced and better quality crop yields increased. In 1999, the vertical farming got more advanced and it changed into something as we know of today. Now many would be thinking that okay fine this could be a reality for the future but what about now so in our present Japan is already implementing these ideas vertical farming in Japan is done where farmers wear special suits designed to work in the controlled environment of these farms which are clinical harvest is done without soil and free of pesticides temperature of these rooms is maintained same in all weather conditions to support the growth and productivity of the vertical farming roots of the plants are dipped in liquid nutrient solution so no soil is required the ingredients which are used to grow these crops are natural ones sodium and potassium solar collector led support is also provided to the whole system so in these futuristic greenhouses experiments for how to grow more food in a closed small space and in a protective environment are taking place Tokyo based Mirai has taken the idea of a traditional farm and literally turned it on its side they control all the conditions here so you don't have to have perfect soil or perfect weather or even sunlight. This approach has the potential to overcome farming challenges like yearly weather patterns, changing climate, 
as well as the quality and availability of land. Leafy green vegetables like lettuce and cabbage are now being grown in warehouses through indoor farming. Farm companies like Barbary Farming in the USA says that they can grow more than 5.5 tons daily. So now, they are expanding themselves from leafy green vegetables to fruits like strawberries and bananas. 90% of strawberries in the USA are grown in California, and the state's strawberries harvest runs from early spring to fall. So to make things faster, Barbary farmers have started growing strawberries indoors, under UV lights. But there is one more thought which is attached to the vertical farming and that is that vertical farming is not that feasible because low-income groups, poor people, they do not buy salads, leafy greens as they're sort of luxury items. So not all people can afford that. Also through vertical farming up till now only leafy greens are made possible to grow. So there are many challenges if we want our staple foods to be grown in these vertical gardens. Some also say that on lands, the space of growing crops is not that scarce. So why bother to go for vertical farming? And that the vertical farming is all about corporatization of food. Limited range of food growth which is not enough to cover all the costs involved in the vertical farming, nor it is a solution to wipe away world's hunger. So they have a point there and uh, unless more research is done and more experiments are done, one can say that vertical farming will be able to solve the problems of the world regarding food. However, for now, organic farms of these sort are getting quite a positive response, which is a ray of hope especially the aeroponic farming, which is also known as Tavo Farms, as those could be set in just one or two days and people whom you can assign to take care of them could be even those who have zero experience in farming. Small amount of training given and here we go. So in this way, this idea creates more job opportunities and new avenues for future job prospects. Now your vote is on which side, the traditional farming or the vertical farming, let us know. With the hope that future brings us more good and valuable solutions in this regard, I wrap up today's episode. Hope you liked it and thank you for joining me in this show. Until next time, take a lot of care of you and all around you. You were listening to the Living Archives podcast with me, Soha. Bye for now.